0: Welcome home, this is Audio EXP for the 5th of February 2022 and the title of this episode is Dead for a Week. Sean Merwin is in the spotlight this month as voted for by Patrons. And I'm in touch with Sean and they've already come back to me, yep, that means the ball is in my court so I will try but cannot promise to get the Q&A process started this week. Now, since we're talking about trying, let's talk about the live broadcast of this podcast that I'm trying right now. If you're watching on Instagram, then you're a brave person. You're watching me fumble my way through. You won't see the light touch editing that happens before this podcast goes out. I know, it's hard to believe, but there is some editing. You will, however, see all the restarts, the redos, and the other hiccups that strike along the way. I may or may not repeat this next week. It is an experiment. And this feels like a selfish week. Despite some big industry news, there's more Geek Native news. Let's first talk about being dead for a week. As for some people, it might have appeared that Geek Native was. I use Pagely to host a blog. It's a relatively expensive managed hosting platform. I think it was the first WordPress specialist. I've tried others, and Pagely have been the best so far. A few weeks ago, they made a technical change that caused Geek Native to redirect into Infinity. So thankfully, Pagely cancelled that upgrade just for me, which was nice, but it was a security fix, and so we had to do it eventually. The problem turned out to be how Pagely and Clyde Flair interacted. Now, Cloudflare sits between me and you, as it does with many sites, and it acts as a shield, and it works to get you content from Geek Native more swiftly, and for less bandwidth. Paisley did find a combination of Cloudflare settings, which we thought was the best of both worlds, nice and secure, and nice and fast. And so we made that tweak and the upgrade on the 27th. Then... Last night, while I was out at dinner, someone tweeted to ask if it was normal that Geek Native hadn't published any RPG content since the 27th. Uh-oh. You can see where we're going with this. In short, the new settings had meant that Cloudflare wasn't passing on any new content to anyone not logged into the blog. Or not to many people anyway. It's It's hard to diagnose. However... I hope it's fixed now. So, we're no longer a zombie, and we're no longer lurking somewhere between life and death. Hopefully we're fully alive now. And it's a good thing we've got this podcast to act as a highlight to look back on the week and recap some of the news. A week ago, it was clear that January's RPG publisher spotlight winner, Asif Productions, wasn't going to be able to contribute anything to their feature article. We didn't start the month that way, but Todd ran out of time at As If. You'll see that the feature happened anyway. As If Productions does more than RPGs. There's web design they offer and lots of writing in there too. I would describe As If in terms of fast moves and experimentation, perhaps a theme for today. For example, As If have been on Patreon since 2014 they were one of the first wave of adopters. Are you backing any patrons that have been on the platform for that long? So that's Sean lined up for this month, and as if for uh, last month, and as is the start of this month, it means that there are five more candidates for patrons to pick from. Are you ready for these candidates? There are Black Scroll Games, Wider Path Games, Penguin Comics, The Mad Looter, and Possible Worlds. So it's not true to say, by the way, that patrons keep Geek Native going. But I mean that in a good way. Patron money gets reinvested back into the tabletop community when I commission articles and art. It doesn't go to pay people like Pageley. I'll do that as part of my hobby. However, patrons certainly help me keep going. You do bring some joy to my life, and I like to say thank you. And this week, there's a thank you gift for patrons at the $2 level or above, or anybody who gets there in the next few days. And the gift is some paper pandas, designed to be note markers. They look cute, and they're just large enough to scribble tiny reminders on, and they come in a sheer number, so they should last a while. This is a physical gift that I will mail out, providing I have your address. Now, I did mention some big industry news. Dungeons & Dragons has a new boss. So does Magic the Gathering. In fact, Wizards of the Coast has a new CEO, Cynthia Williams. Now, Cynthia comes from Microsoft, where she helped to grow Xbox. Her background is in finance... But at Microsoft, she worked with the Xbox ecosystem, which means other companies, so that Microsoft had more profitable ways to recruit new players. I remember when investors were encouraging Microsoft to sell Xbox as non-core. I thought that was rubbish at the time. Now I'm sure I am right. And people like Cynthia Williams made it so. We know that Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast see the future of D&D as a digital one and it will surely be on Williams' digital experience that helped her land this new job. Before Microsoft there was Amazon and in particular Amazon Business Fulfillment. We're talking about Amazon's ability to put books and other physical products sold by third parties into the hands of customers. Cynthia Williams worked there for 10 years. In fact I believe she is the co-author on a patent that deals with sorting out problems when this process goes wrong. So, how to find, for example, how to find the missing goods or what the compensation is due to whom when a good goes missing in that logistics chain. So, the new DD boss has experience in the shipping ecosystems, dealing with businesses and customers directly, logistics and games. You can see why Hasbro was interested in her. Let's see what happens next. Now, let's just stick with the tabletop ecosystem for a bit and share some Geek Native curated stats. As you know, I monitor Kickstarter quite closely and I can tell you it's been a busy week at the platform and I've tracked about 80 launches in the last seven days which I've classified as RPG related. That is a big jump from the end of the year. However, that's 50% down compared to a year ago a year ago, it was the start of ZineQuest, and there are about 160 launches in the same week. This year, Kickstarter has lost some steam due to concerns over blockchain, and they also decided to delay, to delay uh, ZyneQuest to run it alongside GenCon. However, people working on Zines and wanting to kickstart them in February simply started the multi-platform Zine Month and got on with it. And so yes, we have had a spike of Zion RPG projects, but not as much um, because not everyone followed along, and some took their crowdfunding projects to other platforms. So I think Kickstarter will be hoping for a relatively calm 2022 after this rocky start. But we'll have to see what happens next. Now taking an alternative route to Kickstarter, there is weird works. Tom Denick there simply released the Zero Level Rulebook for 5e Straight to Drive Through RPG. It's a pay what you want title, with a recommended price of zero dollars. And for your money, you get 22 pages of rules for playing zero level characters, which generally, and in this case, mean non-adventuring careers like you know cooks and coachmen. The rulebook itself is based on Dungeon Crawl Classics approach to such characters. And the attraction there, well, you start off in a mundane job, and you end up in a great adventure. We're still not escaping the concept of ecosystems for this next headline, even if we're dipping out of RPGs for one story before we get onto the bundle news. The Halo TV show has a new trailer, and it looks great, but there's reason to worry. If, like me, you're in the UK, will we get the show at all? So we lost Star Trek to Paramount+, Plus, and Paramount Plus has Halo, but it hasn't made it very far out of America. So will the network protect the exclusivity of its platform, even if it means not tapping into markets outside the US? Or will it do the opposite and deal a deal with, well, it probably won't be Netflix, but they might do a deal with Sky or someone like that? Well, guess what? We'll have to see what happens next. So let's do the bundle news. On the bundle of folding, you can get Fearlight Games' complete Victorian-era Sherlock Holmes is Missing Baker Street RPG collection. And you can also get the fate-powered transhuman sci-fi epic of Mindjammer. And there are three deals on Humble that I wrote up this week. One is F-Cancer, which 100% of proceeds for go to a Swedish cancer research charity. Another is from the Black Library and offers loads of ebooks from the worlds of Warhammer. And the last one has that legendary puzzle fantasy, Myst and related games. I'm tempted by them all. Will I succumb? Well, we'll just have to wait and see. And on that note, let's wrap there and see you next week.